0: Is fear of the future holding you captive and keeping you paralyzed from taking action on the very dreams that once propelled you forward? Maybe you've been asking yourself the question, where do I go from here? With everything that has changed in the world, life is not what it once was. And as you may be wondering if your dreams are even valid anymore, questioning what you should be doing and what you maybe shouldn't be doing, I'd be lying if I said that I haven't wondered all of those things and more, which is why I think we need to talk about it. Before COVID, before all the loss, before we were all coming to terms with what is truly happening racially in our world, I was dead set on never letting fear hold me back again. Of course, that's why I have this podcast It was not going to keep me sidelined and unable to truly see the full potential of the purpose God had placed within me. I had worked so damn hard. And the real culprit, after all, had been my battle with anxiety and depression, which I've talked a lot about on the podcast. And the combination of those two things tied me up in knots for years. And I did the work, I became self-aware, I did a lot of therapy and introspection and it produced a healthier version of me. And to this day, being free from anxiety and depression are my hardest fought victories. And yet somehow, the fear remains. How is fear holding you back? If you found yourself questioning your dreams and your purpose, maybe even your potential and what comes next, you're not alone. And I think you should be asking yourself, the hard questions right now. We all should. It's totally necessary to reevaluate life and what steps we should be taking forward. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not you should be focusing on your dreams or if they should be shelved for the time being. You're listening to the Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, my beautiful friends. You're here. I love it so much. And I'm so very grateful and quite frankly, honored. This episode marks the kickoff of season seven, which is quite frankly, amazing. I need to get up and do a little bit of a happy dance. So feel free to join me. Did you know that the number seven has a huge significance? If you're a church kid, then you've probably heard this over the years. But it doesn't just have a spiritual context, although that is super important. It also has other significance as well. The number seven is the number of completion and perfection. And you know, I love perfect things because I am a self-proclaimed Perfectionist in Recovery, also known as the Enneagram One. And the number seven also indicates the Enneagram type I want to be. Just joking. Okay. The uh, the the number seven also indicates healing and freedom. And best of all, the fulfillment of promises. And we could all seriously use that right now. I'm down for completion, perfection, healing, freedom, fulfillment of promises, Yes, and amen to all of those things. So in just a few minutes, we're going to be getting into all of that. But before we do, I want to shout out the amazing guests that have been on the show. And in case you missed the past few episodes, we replayed some oldie but goodies, my personal faves from some years back, and it gave me a few weeks in between to process everything that has been going on in the world. Not to mention time to pour my heart and soul into this upcoming season. We talked about Finding Courage with Tanya Kolesnik. It was a brilliant and powerful episode about Tanya's battle with depression and how courage found her in the darkest moments of her life. And she just eloquently shares how she has overcome and she continues to overcome and now has built something so beautiful through everything that she has gone through. And then we chatted with my beautiful friend Kathleen Venningen about identity, which honestly never gets old to me. When we so often are looking to be fulfilled through the roles that we play, like mother, daughter, sister, wife, it can be hard to see that we've actually been created for a purpose that is our true identity. And that is why it's so important for us to really connect into that. And then last week's episode, we dove into body positivity with Dr. Jillian Murphy, who also shared some amazing information with us about social privilege and what that has to do with our health. And it totally blew my mind, completely enlightening. I can honestly say that talking to Dr. Jillian was one of the most powerful conversations I've ever had. So make sure to check out those three episodes. And I'm not sure how we're going to top that, but we're going to try. So today I want to talk about something that I think is not only equally important, but something that has been on my mind and perhaps yours too. And that is whether or not we should be pressing the pause button on our dreams. So let's rewind the clock a little back to a few months ago when life changed as we knew it. One week, we were living our lives as usual. Work, travel, going to events, concerts, hanging out with our loved ones, splurging on nights out, going and getting many petties. And within a few short days, everything shut right down. All across the world. Didn't matter where you lived. Things changed very, very quickly. And it slowed down to a grinding halt when we were told that we needed to stay home. We needed to isolate and be In quarantine and I know for myself those first few weeks felt a bit blissful not gonna lie as an introvert I was basically living my best life friends were sending me messages people were wanting to connect that I hadn't heard from in years and I was energized by being alone which is awesome and I was getting shit done so you know perfect it was all it was all good it was awesome but at the time it was pretty cold up here in Northern Ontario so I was okay with staying home and I was okay with not having to drive in the snow, and I was loving all of that time to myself. And then my parents returned from their five-month stint in sunny Florida. And if you don't know, I've been living with my parents for the past year, which is something that has been such a gift, but they weren't happy about coming back. And nor was I, if I'm really honest, because I'm, hello, where did all my alone time go, right? Seriously. And we started our 14-day quarantine, and I'm not sure how we survived being together for that 14 days. It was nonstop, 24 hours. But the only thing we did do was we took a walk around 8 o'clock at night in the cover of darkness here in the small town because my parents were literally afraid of being called out for being outside. And even though I thought that was kind of silly, I obliged because I just wanted to get them outside and doing something. I knew at that point my alone time was over. And I found myself waking up at the crack of dawn just to have a little bit of time to myself. My introvertness was just craving that alone time to be re-energized. And I was literally having to give myself pep talks every single day, multiple times. I knew in my heart that it was a good thing to be with my parents and that what was happening was probably something we needed because it was giving me the opportunity to work on a few things that I've been avoiding, like my patience and being present. So that was all really, really good stuff. And it was the longest stretch of time that I had ever spent with my parents, probably since I was a kid. And that's saying something because I spend a lot of time with my parents and we were having lots of great conversations. But as time rolled on, We were getting to see signs of each other that we had never seen before. And then life, well, pretty much everything, took an abrupt turn. Like, I mean, an abrupt turn with the killings of Ahmaud Arbery. And then again, a few weeks later, with the death of George Floyd. At that point, here in my household, we started having conversations about police brutality, which was a lot, considering my dad is a retired police officer. We talked a lot about white privilege and white fragility and Black Lives Matter and what we were all feeling and experiencing. It was really interesting because I got to see from my parents' perspective what they were trying to process. And subsequently, maybe why I think the way I do. And it's actually still a bit hard for me to put into words what was really going on in my heart and my mind because... It's still an ongoing thing, and I feel like I'm constantly being pushed to open myself up to learning new things, allowing myself to be challenged on my thinking, which I find very difficult, and really coming to grips with the biases that I didn't even realize that I had had. A lot of what I was experiencing, I still am experiencing, has surprised me. Because I didn't realize the extent of my privilege and white fragility. And being honest, I still don't. It's something I'm unpacking every single day. Not only am I learning more about Black history and culture, as well as the racism that exists here at home in Canada, but also around the world. And I'm also experiencing that with my family, with my parents. And they're doing that same process. It's super messy. But it's also really necessary. But isn't that true about everything in life? Life is messy. And we're all just trying to keep it together. I know as a one, I have this urge, this propensity to have everything packaged up in a nice, neat, little, beautiful package with a bow. And now that package has been ripped to shreds. Just the other day, I was messaging with a friend of mine who We were chatting briefly about what is going on, kind of how our parents are processing all of this and and how our hidden biases are put on display. And she was telling me that every time she talks to her mom, her mom just breaks down in tears. And I know it's definitely cause all of this is cause for tears because we have been taught to hide our shame in tears because it makes it look less ugly. So I've been thinking a lot about where do we go from here? What about our dreams? What about our hopes for the future? Personally? Collectively? What does that mean? Life has changed so much. Are our personal dreams still valid? What about moving forward and taking those brave steps that we always talk about here on the podcast? Should we even be doing that right now? So in case you're wondering, as a coach, I have been grappling with that same thing for days. What does this mean for us in a season where everything we know is changing? It's changing for the better, but it is changing and it feels hard. And you may be wondering that same thing for yourself right now. If you're someone who has listened to the podcast for any length of time, then you know that we uh, are all about empowering you to take brave steps in your life and to move forward. So, those brave steps. What are they going to look like in the next season of life for you? Honestly, I had to slow right down, like just stop everything to even get a read on what comes next for me. And slowing down for me meant shutting off the news cycle, not looking at social media, and just being with my own thoughts, my own fears, processing them and experiencing the grief, the loss in my soul. And there were times that I was tempted to stay there, to completely shut off from the world as I knew it. But I knew that I had to face reality, the reality of what is happening right here and right now. So I wanna say this before I go any further. I'm gonna share a bit of how I've been processing this for myself. In other words, what works for me may also work for you, but it may not either. Because you may find that your journey to figure out what you're supposed to do next will look radically different from my perspective, from my journey, and that is more than okay. So I'm just gonna offer what I have been doing. And I'd love to hear how you're processing the next steps in your own life and what you're doing to become more self-aware and to make decisions that are right for you. Because if the truth be told, things are changing again, And here in Northern Ontario, we are phasing back into life. We're able to see friends and family. We've been going out to the lake and hanging out. And more importantly, I may even get a haircut pretty soon and my roots covered, (laughs) which is much, much needed at this point. But even with all of that, going back to life and kind of getting back into some sort of routine, taking those steps is a really big uh, move for each and every one of us. And I know I am not the same person who entered into the isolation back in mid-March. And I hope I'm never that person again. I think that person is long gone. But I have been left questioning my purpose and what I should be doing about it and how that looks moving forward. How does that look for my business? How does that look for me personally? What does that look for me relationally? I mean, there's so many questions that I've been asking about that. So I want to go back to the original question that I asked you at the beginning of the podcast. Is fear of what the future might look like and the uncertainty of what comes next holding you back from taking action on your dreams? Are your dreams still something you should be pursuing? These are some of the questions we should be asking. When we're faced with times of crisis, we'll often question our purpose and the validity of our dreams. And just in the past few months alone, I've heard from friends during COVID who were shaken by what happened in the world, but they were also experiencing like really really hard times at home because they had partners who lost jobs Uh, I had a friend who found out she was terminally ill Um, another friend who found out devastating news that her partner had an affair on her so you know these are big tough questions asking yourself because when things are shaken and crisis happens and life is so 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 uncertain then we need to be talking about what we do to move forward so as I was preparing for the podcast I was hoping that I would have like this amazing revelation to give you but that just wasn't happening so as I was typing things out and as I was thinking and kind of just meditating on it I I just felt like I should close my laptop and head out to the lake and it was uh, still pretty early in the morning so I jumped into my bathing suit packed a few things and took seven-minute drive out to my aunt's house which is on Ella Lake and it's kind of where I have just kind of my special sacred place and I was gonna go kayaking so I got there really really early and only a few people were awake I went to the front of the house and pulled the kayak into the water it was silent it was so so still And in that moment, I kind of knew this is exactly where I needed to be. So as I paddled through the open waters in the early morning, I just felt this stillness come over me. Just this feeling that I just needed to be in the presence of God. I pulled my phone out just to record a little bit of my thoughts. So I wanted to share them today with you on the podcast. I think this season has been particularly overwhelming for so many people, including myself. And honestly, there have been moments where I wondered what life was going to look like moving forward questioning everything I was currently doing and whether or not that really made sense to keep doing it. What did my purpose look like beyond this moment? What did my Would, what shape would my dreams take when life resumed? And that was just during COVID. That wasn't the moments where I was faced with the stark reality of what's going on in the world. Having an awakening to Racial injustice in a way that I have never really understood before. And what part do I play in it all? Or do I play any part? And I think the questions that have been roaming around my mind and floating in and out have often made me paralyzed with indecision because I wondered if I would do anything if it would be the right thing. (laughs) I joke all the time about being a one on the Enneagram and of course the very thing I want to do is do the right thing. So in my life, I've seen patterns of not doing things for fear of not doing the right thing. So when I was getting ready to prepare for this podcast recording today, I decided that... Actually, I didn't really decide because that wasn't really what happened. I was journaling my thoughts, and I felt compelled to turn on some worship music this morning and ask for divine guidance to ask God to reveal to me what I needed to talk about was there something that I needed to say was God just going to speak right through me and I felt led to come to the sacred space, which for me is out here, out on Ella Lake, a place where I grew up, spent summers, learned to swim, formative years of my life, so many happy memories out here. compelled to come out here and listen and maybe that's what you need to hear today to tune into your own divine guidance To listen to what god is telling you because there are a lot of voices competing for attention right now competing for your attention and so i think probably one of the wisest things to do is to really listen Position yourself in a place where you're being truly still, recognizing the voice of God. Because what may come next for you may look very, very different. and what comes next for me. And to be in a place where you can be truly confident of your purpose and be intentional about your dreams often means that you have to be in a place of surrender. Where you're not completely calling the shots, but you're allowing God to take that space, to inhabit that holy, sacred space in your life, whatever that looks like. So, I want to encourage you. I got into that space today, and I wanted to share that with you today, because sometimes it's as if a gentle knowing just comes over us, and we know in that moment exactly what we are supposed to do. Tell them to come to me. If I'm honest. I was hoping for a little more than that. Because that kind of sounds a little preachy, a little sermon There it was, an answer. Go directly to Source, to God, to the Almighty, to the Divine and ask. So simple and yet so profound. It sent chills down my spine because I knew that is exactly the answer we need right now. Not another platitude, not another how-to, not a step-by-step process. We're in the season of perfection, of completion, healing, restoration, the fulfillment of promises. And that, that only comes from the source of the universe, right from the heart of God. Over the course of the past year, I've talked a lot about my faith and the role that it has played in my life, and I've even shared my questions, things that I have been pulling apart and unpacking, the ideologies that I have been questioning, and it's not something that I've wanted to shy away from because I know that it's really an integral part of my life. I was a pastor for a long time, I have been in ministry for pretty much my whole adult life. How my faith looks to others may seem drastically different right now from what it once was, but my relationship with the divine, um, that's, that's still the same. In fact, it continues to grow stronger. What I found myself asking those really deep theological questions about what I once believed to be true, and I think I'm still even asking those questions to this day, There was not a book that I could find the answer in. I knew that those answers to the questions I was having was only gonna come from my relationship with God. So here's why I bring this up. I know that this past year in my life, in this season of my life, has changed me personally, has changed me spiritually. Every single time I'm faced with another tough question, with trying to come to a deeper understanding, of God, of faith, of why I'm on the earth, of my purpose, I have to lean into my relationship with the divine. You may see God as the universe. You may see God as source or creator. And I want to say that here all names are welcome. But for my purposes, I'm going to be referring to the divine as God. When we're questioning the big stuff in life, there are just a few things I know to be true. And I want to share those things with you. Acknowledge that you don't know, but you're open to receive. I think sometimes we pride ourselves on having the answers. We pride ourselves on knowing where to find out the information that is going to help us to move forward. We pride ourselves on being educated and having a growth mindset and being in a place where others are coming to us for help or healing or wholeness. But there are times when we just need to acknowledge that we don't know. We don't know what comes next. We are uncertain of the future. We don't know if our purpose is going to be fleshed out like we thought it was going to be. And we have to be open to receive what God would say to us in this moment, in this time. And that might be very different for each and every one of us. Posture yourself to hear. Whether that's taking time to get alone, to pray, to meditate, go for a walk, or have a bath. Sit out on the front deck with your journal and just posture yourself to really, really listen. I know that's hard because there's so many things coming at us right now. So much information, things that we want to take in and learn, how we want to grow and change and Yet, I think that sometimes we forget just to stop and to take a moment to listen to the divine and ask for guidance to flow in you and through you. Because it's not just meant to be kept for ourselves, it's not just meant for us alone, it is meant to be shared with our friends, with our family, with our community, with the people that we love. And to really have an understanding of maybe what God is saying to you, for you, and through you. I truly believe that when you're in a position to hear God, to hear the divine, to receive this divine download or revelation, you can't go wrong. So... If you're asking whether or not your dreams are still worth pursuing, then the question you should be asking, then you should be asking that question directly to God. You you might find out that maybe your life is not going to look like it did look before. You may even find that your dreams are no longer... You may even find out that you... You may even find out that your dreams are no longer important enough to pursue, honestly. In fact, you may be thinking bigger, bolder. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some of you right now who are listening to this who feel as though God just breathed life into you over the past season and purpose just like exploded into your life. It came alive within you because you've been sitting on the edge of this social justice movement and advocacy and there is something in you that really needs to move forward. It's something you can no longer ignore. But if your dreams are aligned with the, if your dreams are aligned with the divine, you will see them come to life in ways you could have never imagined. Maybe you're wondering how to know whether or not your dreams are in alignment with the divine. Most often they are an outflow of who you have been created to be, the culmination of your lived experience, of what you're learning, your skill set, your personality, your motivation, your core values. I know for myself that I've always been able to gauge whether or not I'm in alignment because if I'm not in alignment, I am frustrated all the time (laughs) and it feels like I'm off the mark. Which by the way, feels a lot like being out of the comfort zone. But being out of your comfort zone right now is a completely normal part of living out of your purpose. And being in alignment but it's important to know whether or not you are in alignment so that you can take those steps forward so finding out from God am I in alignment with what I should be doing in my life whether that's vocationally or whether that is just in what I feel compelled and called to do so before I came back my kayak ride I decided to pull the kayak the kayak up onto the little deserted island and go for a swim I love this little island it's really deserted my aunt and I have gone there before and we hid little treasures for my aunt's grandson it's kind of our like little secret hiding place place where I can just be completely free in fact I've taken a few friends there to go skinny dipping before so when I got in the water I laid on my back and I just floated and watched the clouds roll by. I was completely enveloped in the moment, in the stillness of the morning. I felt this contentment come over me and a confidence that this morning ride was not just for me, but it was also something that I needed to share with you because it's so important that we really, really listen to that still, small voice. And acknowledge that we don't know, but we're open to receive. And that we can posture ourselves to hear and to ask for guidance to flow in and through us. Life may be very uncertain right now. You may be questioning a lot of things. But God has you. Hmm. There's so much more for you. So the one thing I can say, the one thing for you to take away today is to get still before God, just to listen. Acknowledge that you're just open to receive what comes next. Really, really listen and ask for guidance. I really don't think you can go wrong if you do that. Friends, I am thrilled about this upcoming season of the courage cast we we mentioned earlier that we are in season seven we've been working hard to make the content of the podcast something even more relevant to you and to what you've been experiencing and helpful to you as you're taking those courageous steps in your life and i love to continue the conversation with you and i know i say that but i really really do want to continue the conversation with you so head on over to Instagram. Make sure you connect with me at, at @the.couragecast and over on Facebook as well. And we are actually going to be opening up a private Facebook group. So there will be a link available for you over there as well. Next week, we have a special guest. I'm really, really excited about this. Paula Ferris, who you may know as a former co-host of The View, anchor of Good Morning America Weekend, and the author of a book called Called Out. And we're going to be talking about how to know the difference between vocational calling and our purpose, or if they're one and the same. Paula's story is pretty amazing. She left two high powered careers when God called her to something different. Talk about taking some brave steps. She talks a lot about the difference between our vocational calling and our purpose and what those two things mean. So I want to make sure you tune into that episode. We can't wait to move forward with you in this next season, hoping to infuse some fresh life and vision into the podcast, to continue to empower one and to continue to empower one another, and I hope that you'll join me. Until next time. Remember, you have everything you need to live bravely.